Let's go on a date. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, this big old fight club. Let's go on a date. What? <laughs> I mean, seven. Uh, I give it an eight. I like how Takamichi got like a lot of recognition, you know, in this chapter yeah. where it's like, yo, this is Takamichi, you know, f- former first division captain. He did this, 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 and this. It's like, you know, Takamichi. You're a bitch, but man, shout out to you, dude. You've you come you, a long way. You've got a legacy here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, shout out to you, bro. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome into Anime Plus, episode 46. I'm your host, Alex Light with Sparky3. Hopefully, you are having a phenomenal day. Whatever day you're listening or perhaps watching this podcast through our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Sparky3. Make sure to give us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend that you're watching. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, we're back after a quick break from last week. That's my fault. That break was not planned by any means. That was totally on me. I had some stuff pop up, had to take care of, but no big deal. We're back and we're better than ever. Gearing up for uh, big episode 50. We're just a few weeks away from that. Uh, we have decided what episode 50 is going to be. And it's a topic that we've kind of avoided for a while because it's like, oh, that's that's kind of a headache of a topic. So it's just like, what better way to you know, u- utilize that topic than with the big episode 50? And Anime, Anime Plus episode 50 will be 50 incredible fights in anime, manga, and webtoons. Get excited for that. Join with me, as always, to help me with episode 50 when the time comes and everything else going on with this show. Here in studio, I got Zach. Zach, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I mean, we're like super late on that list, but maybe we can add something to it. I've worked on it a little bit every single day, you know, for the record. Uh, we're actually going to start really working on it next week. It's We're going to get there, okay? It's going to be a good time. Uh, and then also over the phone, as always, we got our boy Josh here, who uh, may or may not have remembered that he read Naruto today. Josh, how are you? I'm good. I remember I read Naruto. Oh, okay. All right. Right on, right on. Hopefully, we can get your body pillow at some point, too. You know, so, oh, boy. So we can just keep hammering out these facts that we have on your screen that just kind of rotates through and everything. Um, so Josh, how you feeling today though? You feeling good? Having a good day? Yeah, I'm feeling great. You know, I work today. Yeah, me too. Uh, Zach, you were off, right? Yeah, no, I was off. Have a good day off so far? Yeah, so far so good. Oh, awesome. Um, so for today's episode, uh, we are going to do a recap of some of the stuff that popped off last week. Some pretty notable things. We had the Crunchyroll Expo after all, had a lot of announcements there. Uh, the big confirmation for a manga series we've been waiting to hear confirmation on for an anime on the way that is set to go. Uh, we also have uh, the news with uh, Sony's purchase of Crunchyroll. We're going to talk about that a little bit. And then you know, got a couple things pop out this week. Some sales numbers on World Hero uh, Mission, 86 Season 2. We've got some JoJo news and... Than all of our normal anime manga stuff. So let's just uh, let's go ahead and just jump into it, boys. Let's go ahead and knock this out. You know, you are you already know the normal stuff. Go follow us at Twitter at Anime and Podcast. You already know that. You already know Lighthearted Gamers. You know the Patreon if you want to support us further. That's all. That's all normal. You you get that stuff. So let's just go ahead and just jump into all the news. All right, let's kick things off with this this series that we've been waiting on. Right, we've been we've been waiting on confirmation for a certain series to get an anime for for quite a while because it's it's a very popular manga. It sells phenomenal for Weekly Shonen Magazine, and we finally got the confirmation. Blue Lock officially is getting its anime. 
that should be coming out sometime next year, I believe, is mm-hmm. what it was. Yep. Uh, that is one yeah. that I am excited to check out. Uh, I have kind of been – I'm not big into sports manga. I'm slowly kind of starting to get into it with a couple things. And that you know that's one that's like, okay, I, I, I see and hear the hype on it. This is something that I want to check out at some point in time with the anime on the way. I'm going to probably hold off and just check out the anime. As everything I've seen about the manga looks fantastic. I mean, after seeing the uh, trailer they put out with it, I'm actually – probably going to start reading it at some point because I knew it was a soccer manga. I didn't realize it was a soccer manga with people in prison playing soccer. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, 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 this, man, this shit's going to be wild. L- really looking forward uh, to this anime and more coming out for it. Uh, you know, especially a release date. You know, yeah. you know, looking forward to what time of the year next year is going to be coming out. Um, so, the next piece of news that we've got, and this is something that we reported on like late last year, whenever it initially was agreed upon and the, the paperwork started to roll for it. Well, it was finalized last week. Uh, Sony has officially purchased uh, Crunchyroll from, I believe it was AT&T, correct? Yes. So that yep. purchase is now finalized. Uh, so now Sony has Funimation and Crunchyroll, and I, I did see uh, Sony comment that they're looking to have like uh, like a joint membership at some you know something they're potentially looking at. I know uh, Zach, we talked about this on Lighthearted Gamers. Sony's also looking at having a higher paid PlayStation Plus tier mm-hmm. that will potentially include uh, include uh, Crunchyroll as well. Uh, I mean, you know, I I know a lot of people are like anti this. I don't see what the big deal is. I really don't. I, I, I really, really don't, especially if the two services get merged because then it's just like one less thing to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at, at where we are now in 2021, like our friend Jimmy, who's been on a lot of hard gamers, <laughs> phenomenal. That man is a phenomenal example. This dude has almost every fucking subscription you can think of in terms of, of viewing services. The, the man has, you know, he pays for Hulu. He pays for Netflix. He pays for Showtime. He pays for HBO. I'm talking everything. The only, he, he's only got like two things that he has not got, which is like Paramount, I believe, and uh, Crunchyroll. Uh, everything else he he has and he's paid for, so you know, I don't see the point. Uh, I don't I don't see I don't see the big harm in this. I know you know it's like a monopoly of anime, but let's be real. If you're gonna watch this stuff, you're gonna go there anyway. And besides, Funimation is it's all dub. Most I mean the the point of it's dub stuff, right? So I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't see the huge harm personally. I mean, you're gonna get it anyway if you want to watch the stuff. The only other yeah. competition for newer anime it really is is Hulu, and the only example I can think of is they got One Punch Man season two. Yeah, and even then, Netflix is sort of going into the game as well. So, yep. I mean, depending on where Netflix go, maybe there that's as well. where That's where we get a little scared. Yeah. But overall, the whole Sony adding up, a, adding a extended membership to also add in Crunchyroll. I mean, if you're already on PlayStation and you're already going to be on a membership anyways, might as well just throw it on there. And if you don't, if you watch anime sub, no harm, no foul. I mean, rather have one subscription versus two. And if you don't watch anime, you couldn't care. There's probably going to be a subscription without it, so screw it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only problem I see is, like you said, the Monopoly thing, because really, over here in the United States, there was four, and now there's three. Um, you know, Crunchyroll, Funimation, uh, Hulu, and Netflix. And like you, now that two of them are combined, it's kind of down to three, um, which, you know, could limit what people can can watch. Because uh, not everything gets shared. I know, like, Funimation stuff's getting put on Netflix, so I don't know how much longer. And, and it may stay on there since Netflix, uh, Funimation's already been owned by Sony. Um, so that's, that's the only thing, because maybe someone, you know, has been paying for, you know, Netflix or something, or and they don't want to pay for the other ones. Because if I'm not mistaken, like, Crunchyroll 
you can watch a lot of things for free without having a subscription. Correct. Whereas Funimation, I know you cannot watch hardly anything without a subscription. So, yep. you know, that could, that could change a lot of things. Sony could come in and be like, listen, no more, no more free viewing. You gotta, you gotta pay. Right. Yeah. They're the country rolls for uh, free viewing is, um, you can only, you, you're, you're behind on the new episodes. Um, that's the first thing is that it's kind of like, kind of like a webtoon thing, right? Yeah. You're a week behind yep. if you're just on a basic membership. Yeah. Uh, that, and you have ads that, that, that's, that's like the free stuff for Crunchyroll. Um, yeah. now in terms of like the monopoly of, of anime and everything in the industry, as it stands now, it's not that bad as of right now of, you know, August 19th, 2021, it's not that bad as time goes on. And we start to see maybe, you know, fun, you know, let's say Crunchyroll. Uh, as the, I'm going to take Crunchyroll as the primary since Funimation just does dubs, right? Crunchyroll, yeah. Netflix, and Hulu. If we start to see them three, you know, really start to pull in their series more than they already have, that's where it could be an issue for people, you know, because that's where, you know, I kind of, it's, it's kind of similar to like the gaming industry, but obviously a lot cheaper, <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, you don't spend $500 for a console to get certain games, you know, but it's kind of like that is where people are just like, oh, you know, in the gaming industry, it's like, what, what system do I want to go with so I can get X games, you know, but th- with those X games, there's a very large library that can convince you to get a switch or an Xbox or a PlayStation, right? Meanwhile, for anime, like it's not as it's not as large per se for what series is going to be with each service. Let's uh, let's be real. I mean, Hulu is going to yeah. get a lot of the stuff that Crunchyroll gets. Hulu only has like a couple of handfuls that are just them. And then you know Netflix. That's that's more that's more so where I'm looking right now. Hulu to me is not a competitor in this. If you if yeah. Hulu gets one or two, like if they get One Punch Man season three, okay, cool. I guess I guess I'll check out. Jimmy's Hulu to watch One Punch Man, whatever. But, you know, Netflix, that's where I have a little concern is how much is Netflix going to get compared to Crunchyroll? Because Crunchyroll is starting to step it up with the, with their originals as well, where they're not, where, like, Hulu's not going to get, you know, everything else as well. So that's where yeah. I, I kind of see a potential issue down the line is how much more are we going to grow on the exclusive content? And even at the end of the day, like, I don't think it's necessarily a huge issue because... I mean, it's not overly expensive, you know, the subscription prices, at least in my opinion, they're not, you know, I, everyone's situation is different. I understand that. Uh, but I mean, I, you know, I, I just don't think it's that big of a deal personally. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing like a possibly like the, this joint membership though. That is one thing that I'm looking forward to seeing. So, yeah, which, you know, it really does take, take down the competitiveness because I mean, we've been saying that, you know, Funimation is dub, but Funimation also does um, the, a lot of things they do, you know, weekly as well like you know one piece and stuff, when dragon ball super was on like their bigger things they simuled up uh my hero academia is another one and also i did some digging and a lot of the things that were coming out this summer let's say like sunny boy and i think it's called the detectives already dead mm-hmm. they were uh they were funimation exclusives okay uh sub end up so it does take down the competitors so now if you know you do get a you can get a joint membership you can watch a lot more um and you know, obviously, then the only competitor really then is Netflix. So, right, maybe it's it's more of a win win than a lose. That's how I view it too. I, I think this this purchase is more of a win win in my opinion. I don't I don't think it's a big loss. But again, that's just my opinion. I, I feel like in the, in this in the streaming industry, I, I feel like if we have less services to go out and purchase, I feel like that's a win for us as viewers. Exactly. 
But all right, next piece of news we got. Uh, you know, of course, with this last um, volume for Weekly Shonen Jump, we had a one shot for Bleach to celebrate its 20th anniversary. Well, it seems like this one shot is setting up for more Bleach to come. Kind of left it on a cliffhanger with uh, the in- like the the ending title was something along the lines of like a new arc, whatever. Like the Jaws of Hell, I believe, is what it was called. Uh, could can't can't confirm that for sure. Obviously, I didn't read it. I haven't read through Bleach, so the reading the one shot's useless to me. But you know, th- this does kind of pose some questions: is what is to come out of Bleach at this point? Are we going to get like a Boruto or Dragon Ball Super esque, you know, st- you know, Bleach manga that may be like monthly or something? But you know, you know, you know, where it could be one of the things where Kubo's just writing the story and he's got an artist lined up for it and he's going to keep working on Burn the Witch eventually. You know? Yeah, I mean. I- I, I didn't read it either. I did go to the last page to confirm that it does end, like, kind of starting off a new arc. Right. Which, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't really be hard since Burn the Witch is set in the same, you know, setting as uh, Bleach. So, I mean, he could continue doing it. Right. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. And I, I know if that is ends up being the case and there is, like, a new manga on the way, I know Bleach fans are going to be really excited for that for sure. Uh, so we did have the Crunchyroll Expo last week. We had a lot of different announcements. Um, so we have, you know, let's let's kind of run through this here. Uh, Move Love uh, Alternative that comes out in October uh, 2021. We have the Fairway uh, Paladin that comes out in October as well. Worlds End Harem comes out in October. Uh, the Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest January of 2022. Love of Kill just 2022. Skeleton Knight in Another World coming soon. High Guardian Spice coming soon. Fina Pirate Princess that day with a double episode on August 14th. I did actually watch the first episode for that. It was pretty late at night, so I don't know how much I actually paid attention to it. I do know I got a pretty good I, I got a I got a pretty good pop out of the ending. I will say that. I did get a good laugh. Because it was like a nice, like, you know, setup moment. It's like super romantic. It's like she just finally met the guy that she's, you know, you know, that she's, you know, been thinking of for the, like the last X amount of years because you know, they were separated when they were kids, whatever. And she's like, I know, I know you're him. Like, it's like such perfect mood lighting with the moon and everything. And then he just like bops her on the head and knocks her out cold. And I got a pretty good pop out of that. I was tired, but I did get a pretty good pop out of that. Uh, then we, now this trailer actually looked pretty dope. Uh, Blade Runner Black Lotus that comes out in November of this year. That is a Crunchyroll and Adult Swim collaboration. The trailer actually looked pretty clean. And then we also got uh, the news for Orient, which is uh, from the creator of Magi. That is set to come out next year. And Crunchyroll has the license for that as well. Uh, boys, did anything actually jump out at you uh, for the Crunchyroll Expo? Orient's been on my radar for a while, so that's one that I'm looking forward to. Blade Runner looks pretty cool as well. You know, this list came out after everything from the expo, and I went, huh, I should probably catch up on most of those. <laughs> this <laughs> fucking guy. This fucking guy, man. That's such a deep-ass catalog. Like, I mean, honestly, Worlds in Harem, I'm honestly surprised that it got an anime. I mean, I assume it's gotten a lot better from when I last read it. It was, It's a odd series. It's a post-apocalyptic world, but there's only a few males in the world, mm-hmm. so naturally they're allowed to have harems, and more or less, <laughs> they're they're seen as um, the universe's resource of to try and help repopulate. And it's a weird contrast because you have like, if I'm remembering correctly from the bit I read, like three or four male characters and how each of them treat their uh, respective harems and everything. And what's funny and because on Manga uh, Plus right now, their monthly is. I'm guessing a continuation of the series or a spinoff, World Ends Harem Britannia, where it's reverse. It's a single female, and she's having a harem of men, so I don't know what happened there. Hmm. I mean, yeah, the Moolah of Eternal, 
alternative. I'm curious to see which story. The trailer did look pretty dope. I will say that. I mean, it's a very good sci-fi story and everything, because if I'm remembering correctly, uh, Moolove was originally a visual novel series. Yeah. Um, and from the bits and pieces I've uh, messed with it, there's like several different stories and weird-ass timelines and everything, so I'd be curious to see which one it goes with. Gotcha. Um, what about what about you, Josh? Did did anything kind of really jump out at you? Um, not really. I was surprised that you know there was no mention of any of the you know webtoon originals getting Fair. any season twos or anything like that. Just because I figured if if they were going to get announced, yeah, now would be, be it. Yeah. Since, since they did go like into what twenty twenty two on their announcements, so. Yeah. That did kind of surprise me because I I felt some of those did really well, but who knows? Yeah, I'm actually with you. If there was going to be a time where uh, where we were going to get the announcement for like Tower of God season two, God of High School season two, No Police season two, it would have been here. Yeah. You know. So with that said, probably looking at uh, 2023 is, is at this point where I would say they're going to come out at this point. Um, we'll probably get the announcement if if you know, assuming this is us assuming they're happening. I, in my opinion, they're happening. I fully believe season two is for all three are happening. I, without a doubt in my fucking mind. Um, so I would say maybe next country roll expo, uh, get the announcement form then for 2023. Um, yeah. all right, let's go over from there. Let's, uh, let's hit some, uh, sales numbers on something here. Uh, my hero academia world heroes mission. Of course, uh, that movie is out over in Japan. We do have some sales updates for you. Uh, it has crossed 1.6 billion yen, which is about 14 point 55 million us dollars i did see that it passed uh two heroes uh and it is there is poised to pass heroes rising which no surprise there i did see some uh some kind of reviews on it from people that have gotten to see it and they did say that while of course it's a very enjoyable film has a lot of fun action a lot of fun animation and stuff they did say that they still thought Heroes Rising was the better film. So either way, I'm looking forward to seeing it. You know, I, you know, we 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 know it's going to be a fun movie to watch. I mean, there's no questions about that. We know that. But you know, I did see people say that they thought it was not not it was not the best film of the three so far. They still think it's Heroes Rising. Uh, we did get a short trailer for 86 season two. This, of course, coming out in October. I am so fucking pumped for um for this uh, next season. I did see in the trailer. That uh, that we are going to get the uh, the blood stained queen is what Lena goes by because uh, she uh, she uh, died she dyed some of her hair red uh, to remember the eighties you know the spearhead squadron who she assumes are all dead um, and she ends up getting the name of the blood stained queen because at this point she starts to become a little bit more ruthless in terms of like like she's obviously still very compassionate towards other processors and stuff but she's just like we're getting shit done like we we're about to fuck the legion up so i'm really pumped for this uh season two that was a that was a pretty neat little short trailer uh we also got a first look at jojo part nine jojo lands it will start after a short break between eight and nine uh there's i also saw that there's apparently set to be a jojo spinoff this winter josuke and whole horse uh was shown in rough illustrations um you know you know we got uh part six of the anime is that dropping this year I believe so, yes. So JoJo fans are eating good between Part 6, uh, Stone Ocean, uh, coming out this year, and now JoJo Lands, the manga, is set to come uh, start sometime later this year as well. Uh, Record of Ragnarok Season 2 was confirmed. That was interesting. That um, was out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, that really was out of nowhere, man. This uh, this got a lot of hate. Got a lot of hate. So th this kind of popped out of nowhere. But at the same time, even though it got a lot of hate, it's kind of in the same realm, I feel like, as, let's say, the, the Webtoon animes because, I mean, 
Got a high school, very, very fun to watch because of the animation, but it was not really received well with the Webtoon readers and even even just regular anime fans. They felt like it was so fast-paced. But it's one of those, it's in the same realm of, we know those three are getting season twos, at least. And it's kind of the same thing with Record of Ragnarok. It's at least getting a season two. We'll see what happens after that kind of situation. Uh, the last little piece of news that we have for this week is uh, Dandadan, a series that Josh is pretty pumped for, will be in Manga Plus in English starting on Monday, August 23rd. Josh, are you going to be hitting this up on Monday immediately? I am, actually. I just literally scrolled, scrolled through Twitter and saw that. It's going to be on uh, apparently Shonen Jump and Viz as well, so I'm, I'm pretty excited for web, it. I'm, web only, though, for those two. Yeah, yeah. but... Oh, web it's not app. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, it's not going to be on the app because it's considered an M-rated manga, kind of similar to Ayakashi Triangle, and that's why that's not on the Viz or Shonen Jump app. It's for the same reason, and that's gotcha. why I, that's why Ayakashi's only in Manga Plus, even though it's well, now a weekly I'm, Shonen Jump lineup. Now I'm fearful because it's like 15 or 16 chapters in so far, and I don't pay for Manga Plus, so I can only read what the first three and the newest three. Yes. Unless they just let, unless, unless they make it all free for the first couple of weeks, should be all free. Period. It's on Manga Plus. Every chapter should be available because it's the same thing with uh, Drange Detective, right? Yes, and then they also added the uh, Kubo won't let me stay invisible, which mm-hmm. just got added this weekend, which is an 84, 84 chapter or no eighty one chapter series, and they uploaded all eighty one chapters to Manga Plus. Yep. So you should be good. Because uh, the manga, like the manga plus series, they they allow all of them. Um, oh, dope! Yeah, because like, like I said, same thing with Drain Detective and what he just said. So uh, I am looking forward to checking this out as well. I don't know much about it, but I'm gonna read it. Let's let's go. Let's wing it. It's been received very well. So let's say, see what happens. Yeah, exactly. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's jump into our anime talks for the week. We are going to be doubling down here and talking about uh, both sets of new episodes. But uh, in My Hero's case, we only had the one because it was on break. So we have My Hero Academia 107, the final episode before My Villain Academia starts. How did you guys feel on this episode? Meh. Meh. I mean, it was very meh. It's very interesting and just revealing of stuff like Nomu stuff and then giving a hint of where. They would go next, but with the hospital, yeah, yeah. But overall, I was just sort of like, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is a meh episode, but it was also like an emotional episode. It really was. I'm gonna be honest. I felt like it was more impactful in the manga than in the anime. You know, I I, I could probably agree with that, Josh. What's your thoughts yeah. on that? I mean, it definitely was more impactful in the manga than the anime, and not only that, but like. I'm going to get this kind of vent out of here for a second. Do you want the rant button? You don't have to hit the rant button. It's just this entire season is just kind of like, kind of a clusterfuck of how, how they're handling this entire thing. And I assume it's, you know, for the movie, I've said it before and I'll say it again, but there's at this point, almost no point in doing my villain academia. It's what five episodes left. And, you know, not going to spoil anything, but if you know, you know, um, so I just really hope they do my villain academia really good because at this point, like it's almost not needed. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel the same way. I mean, coming into this season, 
we knew as manga readers this was going to be the weakest season of the anime. We knew that coming in right yeah. off the bat. Uh, we we knew that, but we knew that My Villain Academia could be super dope because, I mean, while it drug on in the manga for us, we do acknowledge that it's good content. So, yeah. you know, the fact that the one thing that this season was going to consist of out of the three arcs that we were going to get got this much shafted, it's just like, really? You couldn't have cut down that training a little bit? But, you know, instead I, of extending it or, right. uh, yeah, the class one a versus one B that like that's extended. There's filler episodes like, and I agree with you. Just, I think it's because of the movie they were lining up yeah. with when the movie released over in Japan and where we were in the Endeavor agency arc. That's what it was. You know, I mean, I get it. Hey, let's be honest. Great marketing. That's, that's the, that's marketing. That's what they're, they're trying to do here. But uh, it ultimately, I feel like it did hurt the uh, the season. Uh, I feel like my villain academia definitely got hurt in this situation. But uh, you know, I would fully expect them to end on a massive bang with my villain academia. I really do. I think my villain academia is gonna be a fun watch. But in terms of this episode, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down with what you said about it. Felt like it was more impactful in the manga. I felt like reading this chapter, and I'm probably gonna go back and reread it now just to confirm. I, I feel like I got hit in the gut a lot harder than I did watching it, but I still, I still got hit in the gut, but not near as hard. You know, this was, yeah. this was an emotional episode, you know, getting the reveal for, you know, who the, the warp gate guy, I can't remember his name, uh, but the warp gate guy of the league of villains, who, who his body actually is, you know, being an old classmate of, uh, of a uh, racer and present Mike, who the old classmate, you know, fun fact for people that maybe have not, you know, read like, let's say my hero vigilantes, uh, that character is actually like very heavily inspired off Sun Wukong. Like literally, his entire character is basically Sun Wukong. So, it's a little fun fact for yeah. you there. Super Saiyan Four Goku. Actually, well, actually, no, no, because he has white hair, so he's Super Saiyan Five Goku. Let's get your shit together. He doesn't have white hair. He has blue hair in the anime. Yeah, that's that 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 shit looks white to me. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. Okay. That, that's white to me. Anyway, so All Josh, right. how was One Piece? We have nine eighty six, ninety seven. Anything really exciting pop off, or what's going on? Well, you know, I had this entire speech planned out for last week when we, you know, I had more time to talk about it and I wasn't doubling down on episodes. I I kind of want to do it for the meme. Do it. Yeah. So to explain, um, to explain, what is it, 985? Nope. 986? What's the first episode? 96 and 97? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So explain, so to explain 986, actually 984, 5 and 6, kind of have to go back in time a little bit to, uh, one of the very first episodes of Bueno where you meet Tama and she eats red bean soup for the first time because that gets referenced about 50 times in those three episodes, as I've said before, and it happened again in 986 um, because, you know, at the end of the day, the entire raid on Ogigashima is only for Tama because they wasted all that red bean soup. Um, so, that yeah, that was about the first half of the episode. It was all right. Uh, the second half... <clears throat> was a kid wanting to get revenge on Apu. And that was the only thing I can say about this episode. It had really nice effects for when kid was using his devil fruit, pow- devil fruit power because it kind of like static the TV, which was really nice. I did, really I, nice did, touch I did see this. It did look fucking yeah. clean as shit. I'm not going to lie, it did. It is, a, it is a very nice effect for his magnetism power, which super dope. Um and so 987 was basically a continuation of the of the kid a poo fight, and I mean, honestly, it wasn't. It was, there's, it's not 
not a lot to talk about because the raid hasn't actually started yet. I will say one of the funny, funny, funnier parts of the last episode was that um, it did cut to the other group going around Onigashima to attack from the back, and they run into a group of uh, Animal Kingdom like crew members, and uh, Nami and Carrot go up and like flirt with them to get by, and uh, Shinobu does too, but you know she's too old, so they're just like, no way, no, I can't let you through. And Jesus is like, they call it ball cracking jutsu. And basically just shows like, they show nuts. They show the nuts getting cracked on the screen and like an effect. And Sanji's just like, maybe I kind of want to try that now. So that was, that was pretty funny in my opinion. Just how he just sees all these people get their nuts crushed. And he's just like, I want that too. I want my nuts Um, crushed. Yeah. The other thing too that really stood out too, uh, I, I almost forgot about this, is uh, the narrator's like going through where everyone's at and was like saying like, ah, Luffy and you know Zoro and Kid are like fighting up through, and then it like cuts to to Nami and Jimbe, and it's like, and Nami and Jim or not Nami, uh, Robin and Jimbe are like blending in, and just so it's just Jimbe, just the big blue, you know whale shark fish man cowering over everybody and it's just like yeah they're really blending in so that was a, that was another funny part it was unintentionally funny um yeah that's about all i have to say about that unless i mean i can go into more about common or the suit because that's that's the biggest part of of Wayno so far in the anime it's good to know that red bean soup is the biggest part of Wayno right now uh it's been the biggest part for the last like five episodes bud yeah it'll never end no. What about uh, Dragon Quest, another series that will never end? I mean, so 44 was the fight between Dai and Adlar. I mean, overall, it was entertaining to a point. Um, it was just a big fight between Dai and Hadlar, and just showing off Hadlar's strength of how powerful he is to eventually using a finishing move to throw die into the sea. Um, yeah, that's all I can really say. Uh, it was just a big old fight overall. Animation was good. Fight was entertaining. Uh, more or less watching die, not knowing what to do because Hadlar was too powerful and he was too weak and pop, more or less being pop things. And then episode 45 is pop doing more pop things because die is in the ocean now. Freezing ocean, the land of the dead. Uh, he runs away after able to calm himself down and not get taunted into a fight. He runs away and gets saved by... (laughs) This was a good moment. So, episode starts with Pop more or less grieving because Dai took a hit for him. And then our Jester Reaper got dude whose name eludes me right now, Killvern, that's his name, is trying to taunt Pop to fight him and kill him so no one can save die or go and get help. And Pop runs away and he's just like, damn, he made a smart choice. He's not getting away. Starts chasing him. <laughs> and he's just like, no one can save you. You're the only one that can fly. Then you just hear <laughs> fucking, oh, right. There was one other person who could fly. Crocodile rolls up just being carried by a griff. <laughs> That's amazing. And I was just like, I mean, I guess if you really want to 
stretch it, yeah. He's flying. He's being fucking carried by a goddamn griffin, but... Crocodile sounds like the best character. Is he the best character? He sounds like the best character. Even during his whole fight with them of just the weird honor thing and stuff, like, he's just everyone's uncle. Ah, perfect. He's just everyone's uncle. He's sort of there chilling when you need help. He's like, yeah, I'm down. Nice. And and just like crap like that, like, that's the second time he's randomly just shown up on a griffin. The second time? Yeah, because the first time is when he saved Hunkel. Like, oh, okay. like literally back way back when Hunkel was supposed to die from lava, and there's just a sh- shot of the lava where Hunkel and just. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah! Crocodile shows up, saves Pop, and Pop more or less bellows to him. It's just like, well, I ran because I knew you wouldn't run if you didn't have a choice. So I ran without thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, okay, Pop Pop is whatever Pop is. <laughs> so they go back. Pop is trying to feel sorry. The little rat character that's joined them, Chew's berating him. And I'm just going, I don't care about you, Chew. You're, you're new. You're the rookie. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, Kunkel does reverse psychology to get Pop back into action. And they go a whole thing of going to save Die. Crocodile, Chew, and Pop go to rescue Die while... The princess, ma'am, and Hunkel get ready to assault um, the dark, uh, dark army. And there's even a moment where uh, the princess says a mo- has a moment. She's like, "I don't know if y'all really uh, care or really lean on Pop or not at times, because y'all have a weird chemistry." <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the episode is we actually get to see for the first time uh, the Dark King Vern, the big head honcho his actual face and everything revealed for the first time as Hadlar, Kilavern, and Mistavern go and meet him. And and then it just goes into a whole uh, dialogue of their plans, everything that they're going to do, and uh, King Vern saying, here, take these chess pieces, Hadlar. Use these to create more creatures like uh, Flazard, my rapper elemental guy from the series, to Defend the Deathlands, because if they rescue Die, that's where they're going to attack us from. So take these, make you an arm, make you some more commanders, and get ready to fight. Mr. Vern, take care of commanding the rest of the army. Kill Vern, continue to do your thing of uh, terrifying our entire army and killing traitors. I want to point out that I really appreciate um, that you immediately said the flaming, like, rapper guy, whatever, character, is how you described him. Yes. Because when you, uh, like... It was like it was like that moment like between you and John on Unite where you're just like, Hey, John, Blissey's ult is like Shin and John's like, Got it. That that was this situation <laughs> just now for me. Is you said his name and I'm like my first thought was who? And then you said that, I'm like, Got it, I'm following. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way I know him is is the rapper guy. I mean, because that's how I referenced him when he first made an appearance. Yeah. So thank you, thank you for that, bringing it full circle. What about uh, Tokyo Avengers episodes eighteen and nineteen? We're right in the midst of bloody Halloween. How are you guys feeling on this? Great episode so far, man. I mean, yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's good. We got the last little events before bloody Halloween, where everyone makes it to the junkyard, and then um, we have our current episode where the fight is going on. Yep, and everything, and just getting to see the destruction that is uh, Draken yes. for the first time. Yes, because. You, we all know Dragon's a badass, but we didn't get to see it on Bloody Halloween. 
And this, or not Bloody Halloween, eight but three. Yeah, eight three. But in Bloody Three, uh, Bloody Halloween, we get to see just how devastating Draken is. Yes, this is the first time yeah. you really get to see what he can do and what he can bring to the table. Um, as well as you know that that's where the majority of this episode was focused on was Draken and then Takamichi kind of rallying the troops in his own way. Yeah, episode 19 of yep. the weird moment of where, I don't know, we're going to lose, and you're just, ah! Yeah, just running <laughs> forward, just do- doing that. Yeah. <laughs> just windmill just windmilling, yeah. Yeah, like an idiot. You know, that was the majority of the episode. Then you got uh, the end the end few minutes where it kind of focused more on Mikey and Kazutoro and, uh, you know, Mikey duking it out with a couple of guys. And there was there was a point where, you know, he's being held back, you know, and he's just, you know, Kazutoro is just beating the shit out of them with a pipe. And then Mikey just being a badass that he has lifts fucking two people like they're nothing, throws them off him, and you get the beautiful in shot of Mikey being super pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great episodes, dude. Great episodes, and you know, uh, I'm 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 super pumped to see uh, you know some of the amazing moments that are coming up with like Baji and stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so ready for this. Uh, it's it's absolutely incredible. Josh, what about you? How 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 are you feeling on it? I mean, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed seeing uh, seeing Draken in action, like you know, knocking um, Hanma. Yeah. Yes. Hanma. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Knocking the shit out of him yeah fuck that guy that was nice that, that was yeah that was nice to see yeah just <laughs> talking me just running through windmill punching was hilarious and it was just like all right i guess we can do it too yeah i guess we could get up and windmill punch too if he can why can't we <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know the most thing i really appreciate about the animation is it's in color because i i mean i assume some of the other characters who get moments later in the series like uh, the vice commander of the second division and angry. Mm-hmm. I, I assume they were in those fights, but when it was in black and white, I couldn't really tell. Fair. But yeah, <laughs> now that it's in color and actually seeing them in the fight, I was like, hey, there you are. You're not important yet, but yeah. there you are. I see you now. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing, too. It was like, you know, kind of shouting out like all these major players later on. That was really nice. <laughs> Pepsi, everybody. <laughs> My man Zach over here goes to pick up his Pepsi. Actually, hits his mic arm, almost drops it, but makes a beautiful catch. <laughs> that was only for me to enjoy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that yeah, that is true because it, it does kind of set up and give a shout out for like who's going to become important. Because I did notice it gave a couple shout outs to the uh, to to uh, I'm always draw blank on his name, but the brother who's going to lead up in Silent Night and stuff. Um, yeah, you know, I, I did see that he got especially a couple shots throughout this fight, even though he's been completely even, irrelevant up to this point. Even a character that's pretty important now, currently where we're at, got kind of his shout out. Uh, is it Mitsuya? Uh, sure. with the mask. Oh, oh, you mean now is in like present in the manga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yes, got you. I'm following. Yeah, guy with the mask. Yeah. I mean, that information is completely irrelevant to anyone who hasn't read the manga. Yep, yep. That's true. Yep. I'm just and flexing. To be honest. I'm just flexing, he says. <laughs> <laughs> this is why people hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, because if we really want it, like the anime throughout the entire season so far is having these little shots of characters who will be important but have no care at this time. Right. Yeah, well, you know, as I was watching it, just the anime only, I never really caught onto that. But now that you know, I'm caught up with the manga. Like now, I'm ca- now I'm catching on to it. And 
it's cool for me to see. You guys probably already knew about this from like episode one, but uh, I'm slow. I mean, Zach did, not me. It took me a, another couple of weeks to do it. Like Zach watched one, and then he was he was in. Yeah, no. he was in, oh, yeah. and he read everything. It took me a few episodes to get it. Uh, before we move on, one random fun fact that I did come across here for Tokyo Avengers. I have no idea if this is true. From what I see online, it seems to be true. Uh, I even saw like a picture of it and everything. So I'm assuming. So take this with a grain of salt. It just if it's true, okay, cool. That would kind of make a little bit of sense. But I did see that um, apparently the creator of Tokyo Avengers, uh, Ken, what's his last name? Starts with a W. Uh, I don't know. Ken. We'll call him Ken here. Kenny <laughs> boy. Um, apparently he was in a gang back in the early 2000s, and it's what led to a lot of inspiration for this series. I mean, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it makes a lot of sense when you when you see how this series plays out and us reading it and see how everything plays out, like how like almost like real it actually feels with how like the you know like the 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 basically the delinquents kind of run their organizations essentially. Yeah. Uh. So, but yeah, that's just a, and like the, I even saw like a picture. I'm assuming of Ken with his gang way back in the day. But uh, I, I came across that. Like I don't know if it was from like an interview or something. But thought that was pretty interesting. Nice little fun fact. It makes a lot of sense for a lot of different things in this series. Uh, what about Sukumichi, episode six and seven? What we got going on over there? The Spider People anime. Hey, it wasn't actually Spider People. Oh, we thank are, God. We are actually in the arc. I don't know what the arc's technical name, but it's the uh, it's when he deals with uh, Rembrandt. Um, Rembrandt. Yeah, a guy who more or less he's a very uh, successful merchant, more or less runs the town he's in, everything, and helping him to get over a uh, helping Rembrandt cure his family because his wife and two daughters have had a curse put on them, which more or less turns them into monsters. And episode six was uh, the young master meeting meeting Rembrandt and uh, interacting with him, giving getting the um, items for him and whatnot that he already got because the thing he needed was the eyes of the insects he, he killed, which are supposed to be very rare to get or hard to get, but he just has six of them to give to him. Um, he goes to the merchant guild to become an official merchant, where he then shocks both the receptionist and test taker because he goes in there, gets a handbook, signs up, pays fees, reads the handbook to realize they're doing mathematics on the elementary level, goes and takes the test, Scores 100% in 30 minutes when he had an hour to do it. And then he has to draw a ball to choose what ingredients he has to acquire for a uh, acquisition test. He draws, he's unlucky, draws the hardest stuff, and he's like, well, I best better luck next time because you're not going to get those. Unless you have stuff that's an equivalent uh, amount, pulls out items of equivalent and more expensive, and the guy's just like, well, shit. Uh, so he becomes an official merchant, uh, passing with flying colors and having the receptionist realize he now has money and more respectful to him. Uh, he goes and deals with Mio and Toma because Toma sneaks away after defeating a crab to cook it without telling him or contacting anyone. And yeah, she gets caught. Stuff happens. And I think that's what all that happens in six, seven. Involves him actually helping and making the medicine for Rembrandt's family. And it also starts off with a nice little scene of, because uh, there is a reference in six of them saying they've already gotten all the information they could on the person who put all the curse on them, and that 
and then it sort of hints that the guy's not alive anymore. Then it shows a little scene of Rembrandt and his butler torturing the guy and killing him. <laughs> Rembrandt and his butler are super shady. <laughs> um, they're nice to the young master, but when you see the in between the lines and some of the other stuff, this it just sort of fits in there. Just like he seems real shady. <laughs> uh, more or less helps with that, making the medicine, curing the wife and daughters. Then it finishes up with the guild members of the town attacking him because there was a whole thing where they can't help Rembrandt and they've been used by the guy who set the curse to keep anyone from helping Rembrandt. They attack the young master when Toma and Minum come to get come to get him. So it just leads to them getting their shit wrecked. <laughs> Mio sits sits down out of the fight because young master doesn't want them to destroy the town again. So him and Toma just wreck everybody. Uh, once all the fighting's done, the guy is like, I'm sorry, don't please don't kill me. Mio rock, walks up and is like, so about paying me. Oh, right. Just takes all his gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, ends with that. Then it just ends with uh, Toma recruiting the guy who's leading the adventures as a spy to work for. You use him as a spy. Overall, interesting. Mostly just involving Rembrandt and stuff, making connections. Overall, are, are you really enjoying this anime? Like, is it, you know, because you read this at yeah. one point. So, I mean, are you overall having a great time with this so far? Oh, yeah, no, the anime is good. And it's pretty much exactly point for point with the manga, at least the manga version. I'm not sure about the original light novel since I've re- never read the light novel. But uh, manga is point for point. Everything's going smoothly. Um, looking forward to the later episodes. But right now it's just world building and getting up his influence. So, Gotcha. Uh, well, how'd you feel on Eden Zero episodes uh, 18 and 19? Mm, Fuck you. What? Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Connor's okay. Uh, <laughs> I just love that one single scene. It just, it just, the transition of it just really caught me off guard. Where it's like going where like he gets his outfit, whatever, and then it just trans like you know, like I'm gonna press the button. It's like you better not press that fucking button. And it just transitions where he's just like looking at Pino. He's like, "Fuck you." She's like. Fucks you. He's like, no, fuck, fuck. And then Rebecca's like, don't teach her those words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. It just, it just caught me off guard. I mean, they were all right episodes. They weren't bad. It was the fight to find out the information about Valkyrie and yep. then actually getting to Sun Jewel. Yep. And just seeing that and rescuing a random old man from a school of fish. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> rescued a random old dude, uh, Connor, um, who is, tries to be the captain of the ship. He's like, I'm going to be the captain now. And they're all like, nope. It's like, dismissed. It's like, all right, cool. It's like, shout out to that. Um, you know, Connor's just being, just going around being a fucking troll. He gets in the bath with a couple of girls. He's like, oh, it's very interesting. You guys have, a, you know, a mixed bath here. I'm not hitting on you or anything, but that no, is very interesting. No, the whole thing is he's like, you have great figures here. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's just like, you're showing an awful lot for a mixed bath. Then gets knocked out by Rebecca. <laughs> She's saying, it's not a mixed bath. Yes, yes. And that, after that's when he gets his outfit. He's like, this is perfect for me. And why is this like, why is he messing with our stuff? <laughs> and then he just immediately cuts him, come up to Moscow. Uh, it's like, well, I'm going to press this button. <laughs> Sister's like, you better fucking not. I mean, they were enjoyable episodes for sure. You know, I got a lot of laughs out of it, at least the Connor episode. We did get a reveal a little tease for who Connor is. Obviously, since this is not available to everyone, I'm not going to say what that initial tease is. Um, but we did get a tease in this episode for what is to come out of Connor, which still, I will say up front, is not a lot. 
but mean, it does set up something big later. I mean, even it for, references something big. Even for the things that we know for future, it still doesn't make me care about Connor or understand I mean, what I, the heck he is. No, I mean, I'm with you. I yeah. don't, you know, Connor's not a super important character, but the tease that we had is for something important that will come up later. Uh, so that, I mean, that that was definitely nice, no doubt. But I mean, they it, they were like I said, enjoyable episodes. Connor teaching Pino to say fuck was fantastic. Love that 10 out of 10. Probably my single favorite scene of the entire week, hands down. Uh, but with that <laughs> said, what was you guys' favorite episode of the week? I mean, I'd still like to discuss to your eternity. Skip that. My bad. <laughs> my, 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 that's that's on me. I have no idea how I overlooked that. I, went from, I don't know how I either. went from Tokyo to Tsukamichi. Two-year eternity episode uh, 17, 18. I mean, in how a, you feeling? Eternity, because this is the turning point of the freaking arc. Yeah, it is. That's um, my fault. I'm such a great host of this show, man. <laughs> it's one of the things I didn't watch this week, too. <laughs> oh, well. Well, 17 is the aftermath of the fight between Fushi and what's her name? Ice. That I did watch. Ice. I think so. More or less, she goes on about how she wants to make the island into a place to protect Fushi. Yep. And mm-hmm. <laughs> gets real raping. <laughs> yeah. After knocking him You're out, protect him, all right. She, yeah, that's one way to put it. She takes him away, throws him on a bed, and just strips. Yep. Got got some weird vibes in there, man. Yep. Um. The kids manage to go and help Fushi to escape. Fushi makes a deal that he'll stay as long as she uh, lets the kids leave, which then results in them taking the ship and saying all the children of seven and under will join mm-hmm. and sending a ship full of children away before Fushi gets knocked out again. Yep. Man, 18 is, um, Tonari at the end of 17 left the ship yep. to go rescue Fushi. And then 18 starts with her putting a rope down with a glove in the hole Fushi's in to rescue him with a note saying, get in the glove only for him to show up behind her asking, what are you doing? She's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's just like, I'm immortal. Like, what the fuck? I could get out any time. I mean, I, c- I could have stayed, but there was nothing to do down there. Yeah, he's just like, I'm, I was bored. I just wanted to leave. <laughs> but, I mean, you're right. This was a big turning point uh, for this arc. You know, obviously, we only have two more episodes left. Um, yeah, yeah, this is only a 20-episode a uh, season. Um, and, you know, for this, you know, they're, they're set to escape. They're poised to escape. And then... Um, you know, that's when the man in black's just like, yo, the town's getting fucked up right now to Fushi. And Fushi's like, fuck, I guess I can't leave. So he he makes his attempt to go fight the, the, the I'm going I'm to I'm I'm say it again. I know you don't like it, but the knockers. Knockers. The knockers. Knockers. The knockers. Knockers. The knockers. Knockers. At least according to the manga. <laughs> <laughs> no, according to Crunchyroll's translation. <laughs> yes, according, well, I'm saying the knockers according to uh, to the manga. But uh, anyway, so he, he attempts to go, you know, kind of duke it out with them. You know, she ends up coming back to help out. And so does her friends. Her friends come out to, you know, to help him out as well. The thing you're mis- missing is that the Nokers aren't just taking a form. They're inhabiting all of the dead bodies from man, the graveyard. Man, the shot of the pregnant woman getting like taken over, that was a very disturbing <laughs> shot. That shot made me very uncomfortable watching it. Yeah. I, I did not like that. That was very, very uncomfortable. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, they're they're taking over all the bodies of the dead, whatever, and just, you know, going through and taking over the people of the living as well. You know, Fushi's doing what he can to fight back. She comes to help out, and then her friends come to help out as well. And uh, those poor kids. 
Those poor kids. The youngest one, I forget her name. Upa. Upa. Yep. Gets caught, doesn't say anything, falls down. Yep. And a noker just injects itself into her and yep. takes her body over. Yep. And then the, I don't remember the name of the redhead girl. Mia. Mia. Yeah, she comes over to help him out and just gets a spear through the gut. She's just like, oh, no. And then they take her away only yep. from to try and help her, only for more to get there and um, them having to escape. And then... Also note in this scene as well, Fushi did lose the the boy. He lost that form in that shot. Yeah, because uh, the, it, they grabbed his ankle. It, so, oh, right. Yeah, it yeah. grabbed his ankle, and that's when he immediately went to Gugu. Uh, yeah. So he, lo- he lost the, the nameless boy in that shot as well. His, his base form, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, it can't just end with just two. Uh, then the other guy whose name I can't remember. Uh, it starts with a U, Uroy, maybe? Something like that. Yeah. Uroy. He ends up sacrificing himself to allow the others to escape. Yep. And he even lo- he straight up loses it, cuts off an arm, too. Yeah, he, he <laughs> full-blown cuts off his arm just to delay it just a little bit to help yeah. them escape. Because he comes up, he's like, Fushi, turn small. And he just chucks Fushi in the air for the owl to grab him. Yeah. And then it ends him with just a noker just throwing itself into his stump, taking over. Yeah, like you just see the like, tentacle go right into his, you know, where he cut his arm off. And that was also a very disturbing shot. I did not like that shot. That was, <laughs> that's, that was, that did not set well with me. Oh, man. And then he got the, the, you know, it's funny because I saw it was either Crunchyroll or Two Year Eternity Twitter shared about, uh, it's like when you start an episode of Two Year Eternity, it's just like, all right, cool. And it's just like when you end it and it's the shot of Teneri, like, you know, like, completely just losing it losing her fucking mind because she's watching her friends die in yeah. front of her it's like yep that's every episode of two year eternity <laughs> in a fucking nutshell um, you guys are sitting here telling me that the one episode i didn't watch this week would probably have been my favorite episode because i hate those kids yes <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, that's exactly what yeah. happened <laughs> yeah and I would say the only other tidbit that we have for this episode is that uh, Fushi also lost uh, Pinora as well. Yes. Yeah, he lost her because he he attempted to go kill Upa before everything happened that we just explained. Because Upa was already dead at this point, but he, he he just couldn't do it. So he just when he has that pause moment, that's when you just see. That was also just a brutal shot. I'm glad we got that one a little bit of a distance. Uh, where you see Fushi, like, is at, at a distance where you see Fushi standing there in front of uh, Upa, and you just see, like, tentacles just pop all out of, of Fushi's body. That was that was a weird ass shot. I didn't like that. <laughs> but uh, now that we run, re, you know, review two year eternity because somehow I missed that. I'm a great host of this show. Uh, what would you guys say your favorite episode of the week is? Sukumichi. Okay, Josh, what you got? Uh, I'm gonna go Tokyo Avengers. I'm gonna go Tokyo Avengers as well. To- to- episode 19 was super super great. Really enjoyed that one. All right, let's get into our chapter ratings. So, you know, since we took the unexpected break, uh, we are going to be reviewing uh, the chapters from uh, Weekly Shonen Jump uh, from issues 36, 37. We're going to be reviewing those on this episode here. Um, All right, so let's kick things off with, well, actually, we need to do the manga sales, don't we? Yeah, we need to do manga sales. Do you have those? Yeah. Well, I mean, we need to run through the ones I do have. Oh, okay. Man, I'm not on my game today, clearly. All right. So, let's get into some manga cells right now, so I can make that the start of the clip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, I will say one thing. Um, 
for some reason this month, uh, it looks like the manga sales for Weekly Shonen Jump uh, will be coming out, updating on Fridays. We record on Thursdays, just a bad timing sort of situation there. So I'll be recording a little extra tidbit for the Weekly Shonen Jump sales, and so I can so we can give you guys complete up-to-date on how they're doing. You know, I have some sales numbers in front of me right here, but they are uh, a week old now. By the time I, we this episode will be posted, they'll be out of date. So I'm going to go ahead and insert that right here with a nice edit. Swish, edit, swish, transition. Yeah, put it in right here. Shoosh. Hello. It's time for manga sales for our weekly Shonen Jump August volumes that we have been tracking. This update that I'm giving you is for 815. Uh, what we got going on is My Hero Academia Volume 31 has 533k copies sold. Dr. Stone Volume 22, 190k copies sold. Mashal Volume 7, 112k copies sold. Elusive Samurai Volume 2, 71 copies sold. 71k copies sold. Pretty solid there. Blue Box Volume 1, 52k. Now, I do want to stress that Blue Box Volume 1 has had uh, some sellout issues. They had limited prints. And they are starting to get issue, you know, the volumes back into stores. So you should see those numbers rise up over these next couple of weeks, I would safely assume. I know that even the author commented on that as well. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing how those numbers increase. Ayakashi Triangle, Volume 5, 57K sold. Uh, Magu-chan, Volume 5, Candy Flurry, Volume 1, and Ball Parade, Volume 2. All are now unranked. The last updates that we had on those was 7.5K for Magu-chan, 6K for Candy Flurry, and... 2.9k for uh, ball parade but like I said those are all unranked I'm looking forward to seeing what blue box will do over the next like couple weeks as we start to get you know prints back in and everything and uh, you know shout out to Lucy Samurai as well with 71k currently that's pretty cool uh, I think that's going to be another one I just like volume one I think it's going to top off over 100k uh, copy sold so that's pretty solid uh, no update on the uh, weekly shonen magazine uh, volumes for that we're about to start tracking I know that's I, I mentioned it's got uh, blue box I mean I'm not blue box uh, blue lock uh, it has uh, Shangri-La Frontier um, Ace of the Diamond Part 2 I know those are some that are in there for sure um, but we have not we don't have the sales numbers on those just yet they are just now dropped as of a few like I think the 17th is when they drop so look forward to seeing those sales numbers probably next week on and uh, we'll start tracking it on the next episode of anime plus all right swoosh back to the uh back to the rest of the show all right we're back cool all right so uh I will give the final update for the weekly shonen magazine newest volumes that has come out we now are about to check out the newest bunch which may be in that manga sales update I just swooshed in there um so the final update, this is for August 8th. This is Tokyo Avengers Volume 23, 583K. Ace of Diamond Part 2 Volume 27, 153K. Couple of Cuckoos Volume 7, um, 127K. And Eden Zero Volume 16, 43K. That's going to be the final update for those volumes that we're going to be tracking. I didn't see everything that's in this new bunch, but I know like Blue Locks in there. I think another uh, Shangri-La Frontiers in there. I think actually another volume of Ace of, Ace of Diamonds in there as well. So looking forward to seeing all the sales on that, especially Blue Lock. Looking forward to see that. Uh, I do have what is the top five in Japan right now. Uh, this is the for ending in 816. 
My Hero Academia Volume 31, we already knew that. Dr. Jones Volume 22, we knew that as well. Uh, Dragon Ball Super Volume 16, that's coming at number three. Grand Blue Volume 17, coming at number four. Mashal Volume 7, coming at number five. We knew that one. Here's a little fun fact for you. Dan to Dan Volume 1, that series that we just mentioned earlier, that uh, the English version about to drop on Monday, uh, that's uh, actually came in at number nine right now in total sales over in Japan, so that's pretty cool to see. Uh, what do we have to look forward to in terms of Weekly Shonen Jump? Let's see, vol- Issue 38, Mashal's going to be on the cover, a great cover. Love that, where he's trying to grind for his finals because of how behind he is. Uh, so color pages for Sakamoto Days and Ayukashi Triangle. A couple notable things about this is uh, High School Family is dead last, and Candy Flurry is second to last. I'm expecting both of those to be axed at some point. Uh, at least Candy. I, I really expect Candy to be axed at some point in time here in the near future. Uh, and then for issue 39, Elusive Samurai gets the cover. That is the third fucking Ooh. cover in under 30, 30 fucking chapters. That's, yep. ins- that's insane. That is absolutely insane, man. Elusive Samurai is popping off right now. Uh, and then we do have color pages for... Mission as a core family, pumped for that one. And Blue Box, another series that's popping off. You know, that's something else to watch is are we going to get a, a third Blue Box cover here in the next, you know, f- you know, five to ten weeks? Can only hope. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, Lusa Samurai getting its third cover already. Man, this thing is set up to be a just a star for Weekly Shonen Jump for sure. Uh, but now that we ran through all the cells, now we'll actually go through and go, do our ratings for the week. Um, so let's go ahead and hop into that. Like I said, this is for Weekly Shonen Jump. Uh, we're going to be reviewing the, the chapters from issues 36, uh, 37, that double, that double issue there. All right. Let's kick things off with One Piece, 1021. Josh, what would you rate it? Uh, I'll give it an eight. Uh, I will give it an eight as well. I'm with you on that one. My Hero Academia, 322. I know you're rating for it. I'm going to yep. give it an eight. I'm giving it a 10, hands down. No questions asked. I'm going to give it a picket fence. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, nine. All right, next up, Black Clover, 302. I'll give it a nine. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to give it a seven. We've been eight. Uh, Dr. Stone, 206. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... Just no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Josh, what about you? Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. Um, I'll give it a six. I just want to say, I don't hate Dr. Stone. I just hate the things that it does. <laughs> That's fair. That's why I'm giving it a six, personally. JJK, 153. Uh, <laughs> freaking Panda. I'll give it an eight. <laughs> I'm going to give it a nine. I'll give it an eight. Uh, Mission Yozakora Family, chapter 93. Um, I would give this one an 8. This was an enjoyable read. Undead Unluck, chapter 74. I would give this one probably an 8 as well. Uh, this one, the last few pages were, were pretty were pretty solid. I really enjoyed that. Um, what about Mashal, chapter 73? I'll give it a 7. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. 
I've been debating this whole episode. Do I want to give Mashal a 10 like I was joking with Josh? I just want to give it the 9. I'm going to go ahead and give it the 10. This chapter had me rolling from beginning to end. It did. Hey, as long as, as long as you get enjoyment out of it, that's all that matters, man. It was it was a yeah. great fucking chapter. I mean, I was literally rolling from beginning. The shot of wherever <laughs> Mashal's like super serious, and he's just like, you know, I know I got like a 50-50 shot, but these muscles are 100% win rate or whatever. I'm like, Jesus fucking. And then it's like, you see, yeah, I think her name's Lemon, right? Yeah. She's just like, that's the yeah. man I love. <laughs> Dude, that transition killed me when it went from like super serious to like, so he did the only thing he could. He went to the beach. And I was like, God. Dude, I, the, the chapter was fantastic. If you haven't read Mashal yet, go fucking read Mashal. It is so, so good, man. Um, next up, Sakamoto Days, chapter 34. I'll give it an eight. Um, yeah, I'll give it an eight as well. Super stalker henchman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about a loose samurai chapter 27? I will give it an eight. Uh, yeah, I'll give it an eight as well. That, that transition at the end, man. Yes, yeah. it was great. Yeah. I, I love the comment of some person was like, what they don't realize the most messed up person is the little kid. <laughs> yes, yes, true. <laughs> uh, what about Witch Watch chapter 25? Freaking, I give that sucker a nine. Yeah, you were telling me that, that yo, that chapter was actually pretty fire. Like it would it had a it has a twist in the series that was just out of left field that you're just like, "Okay. My god." <laughs> nice, nice. What about Blue Box chapter 16? It's fucking 10. Oh, that's a 10 from you. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. I mean, I give it a nod. I'm with you. That's a great I mean, chapter. It, it was fucking feels it just the overall just I just love this yeah. whole weird like, correlation relationship they're doing. Yeah, it, you're right, dude. It was a lot of like those, like those last couple of panels. Man, that shit fucking hurt. Yes, it did. That those last couple panels, it fuck. Hurt. Yeah, I was just like, God damn, man. The feels that I'm having right now, I don't want to have. Uh, what about Candy Flurry, chapter fifteen? No, six. <laughs> I give it a five. Uh, what about Red Hood, chapter six? Oh, scuttle. Don't bring this. Don't don't bring him into this. <laughs> I mean, I give it an eight. I give it an eight as well. Yeah, eight's good. What about Nero, chapter five? I actually quite like this Nero. Uh, I'm still liking Nero. I'm gonna give it an eight for this chapter. Uh, I mean, this chapter was all right. I, I give it a seven personally. I did see that Nero may not be doing super well, uh, being received in Japan right now. That is one thing that I did see. I mean, so, I could see that. It's, yeah, it's a very basic at this point. There's nothing really gravitating to anyone or jumping out that really separates it from other martial arts series at this point. All right. Uh, so next up, uh, let's go over to my hero, uh, vigilantes one Oh seven. I would give that, uh, probably a seven. Um, <sighs> next up we have Dragon Ball super <laughs> chapter. <seven. laughs> Insert Alex's lion from a couple last chapter. He rated. <laughs> yeah. Let's let, let's turn back the clock a little bit. If, if, if I'm not feeling lazy with the editing, let's turn back the clock a little bit and let's insert a clip right here of where I predicted what was going to happen previously on Animan plus. So we, of course, uh, it is that time again, we got Dragon Ball super and Boruto chapters that came out. So for Dragon Ball super, I gave it an eight, but man, I smell it. It's in the air. 
it's in the air, man. The chapter ended with a new Vegeta form, but man, I smell it. Vegeta's about to get his shit wrecked in a chapter or two. <laughs> I smell it. It's coming. He's about to get his shit knocked into the ground, and Goku, who just woke up, is going to come save the fucking day. I'm feeling that's it. How, that's how Dragon Ball works. So yes. the, the series really should be called Vegeta Gets His Salad Toss. Yes. Yes. I mean, they don't really have Krillin in it anymore, so... Uh, don't don't knock my boy like that. Uh, <laughs> he's the new Yamcha. Yeah. Yeah, he... Basically. But no, I mean, his new form looks cool. It's like it's it's kind of like a spin on Super Saiyan 3 because the eyebrows and the pupils are the same, but it's not Super Saiyan 3. It's something different. Um, but, I mean, I gave him an 8, but I'm telling you, that beatdown's coming. Give it a couple chapters. A couple months from now, he'll, get, he'll be face down in the dirt. Back to the show. No, I mean, okay, look... It's like I told you before we started recording. If I was just judging the fight itself, I'd give the chapter like an eight or a nine, right? Mm -hmm. The fighting was super fun to read and see how it transitioned throughout the whole thing. You know, Vegeta being a badass, that was all cool. But, like, first off, the name of this transformation, which it's so fucking stupid to me, of Ultra Ego. Like, I do not like that at all. Um, And, man, just, like, you go through, like, 40 chapters of... Vegeta just completely wrecking, right? And then it's like the last five chapters, the last five pages, I mean, he just gets a shit wrecked because he has the realization. Because like there was a moment in the chapter where Granola points out, it's like, yo, you're not dodging stuff like your buddy did with that ultra instinct. And that's where, that's where Vegeta reveals, like, well, this isn't that pathetic Kakarot's move. This is my move. You know, I'm all ego. Call it ultra ego. And then the whole chapter, he's he's taking every single fucking hit. He's like, whatever, I'm fucking strong. I'm going to take every hit you got. And it's like, you know, page 41, Vegeta's like, oh, I'm starting to get a little bit of blurry vision here. I think I may have taken too much damage. Like, no shit, Sherlock. No fucking shit. <laughs> And you know, then of course, you know, he it's now being poised where he's gonna get wrecked. As no surprise. Uh I'm gonna give it a five. I mean, like I said, if I was judging just the action itself, I'd give it an eight or nine. But man, everything else about it, it just bruh. Give it a five. Uh what about Boruto chapter sixty one? I would I could say a seven. I am kinda interested where we're gonna kinda go from here with how it ended. Boruto's been kind of like on a transition period the last like three chapters because we just finished like a big fight super cool and emotional stuff right yeah so the last three chapters you know with this being a monthly manga it makes it really feel like it's drags because it is monthly and you're in that transition period getting to the next part so i mean it, it was okay i give it a seven uh spy family uh 51 nine give it a nine as well good shit good shit kaiju number eight chapter 42 41 or 42 42 and i oh yeah never mind you're right. Um, eight. I give it an eight as well. Josh, did you read? I give it today? eight. Okay, I did read it today. Uh, what about Chojin? Uh, Ch- Chojin X, chapter six. I don't know what the fuck I read. <laughs> yeah. You want me to hit the button? Yeah. I mean, too late for that. I <laughs> okay. mean, uh, seven, eight, maybe a three. Maybe <laughs> seven, eight, or maybe a three. That's quite the transition. <laughs> you, know, you know, I can agree with any one of those. To be honest with you. I mean, it was good. But again, I don't know what I read. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about. I'm gonna agree with I'm gonna agree with Zach on okay, it. Okay, okay. What about Tokyo Avengers two eighteen? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on a date. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
oh, this big old fight club. Let's go on a date. What? <laughs> <laughs> I've eat seven. Uh, I give it an eight. I like how Takamichi got like a lot of recognition, you know, in this chapter yeah. where it's like, yo, this is Takamichi, you know, f- former first division captain. He did this, 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 and this. It's like, you know, Takamichi, you're a bitch, but man, shout out to you, dude. You've you come you, a long way. You've got a legacy here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, shout out to you, bro. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a seven. Uh, if I haven't mentioned before, though, I, I caught up on Tokyo Avengers only for it to have a break, so... Same thing with me with two year eternity. Yeah. <laughs> now, Josh, I gotta ask you from beginning to end. That was just a. It, it is just a really fun fucking read, isn't it? Oh yeah, I read it in like what two or three days. Yeah, like, the I fastest mean, I've ever read anything. Yeah, like I read all the chapters in pretty much one Sunday. I just laid in bed for like six hours just reading it, and then I even just re. I even reread like everything from where we are in the anime to the recent chapter again, just just because I wanted to. Such a fun read, it really is, man. Uh, what about Eden Zero One Fifty Five? Six. You get overdrive. You get overdrive. You get overdrive. Everyone gets overdrive. I'm not a fan of that, personally. Yeah. It was introduced it as feels- like such a cool thing for you know Shiki and Draken uh, whenever it was initially introduced. It's like okay, that's super dope. I like the concept. I like what we. I like where we can potentially go with this. And then it's like literally just this arc alone, everyone gets it now, like four like four times. Not even thirty chapters later, it's just like, hey, guess what? Yeah, Here's a special thing for everybody. Wait for Ultra Drive. <laughs> Fucking right. <laughs> like, like this shit is. It's almost like uh, I think I th- I want to say Vegeta made a joke about this in the in the Boo Saga when he found out his, you know Trunks go Super Saiyan. He's like, it's like. You know, Super Saiyan's become a child's plaything. That's basically what this is now. Is like everyone can do it. It's yeah. like it's not even a big deal anymore. Um, can we not only can we just like back up a little bit too? Because you know, just reading it all recently, these are like it's supposed to be like a really special thing to even have that power in the first place. And yeah, it's only become, almost become like yeah, it's almost become like One Piece and Devil Fruits. Like yeah, you're talking about now, the everyone gear? has one. No, yeah, the Ether Gear. It's supposed to be like super rare and only like a few people can have it. See, and when, now it's yeah, like every, when the series every other started, has one. when the series started, that's how it was set up. It's like, oh, wow, Shiki, you got Ether Gear? Holy shit. That's so cool. That's so rare. And I was just like, you get Ether Gear. You get Ether Gear. I mean, yeah, and now everyone has Overdrive. I, I, I do want to stress this is a very fun series. It is. It's yeah. a very good series. I recommend reading it. I recommend watching it. But it's just like, man, it's just like, what what the hell are we doing here with the writing where everyone gets this? Because, you know, if you want to take an immediate, you know, contrast and look at, let's say, fairy tale, it, it's, it's almost kind of weird because, like, you know, Dragon Force, for example. Mm-hmm. Natsu busts Dragon Force out, like, fucking twice, all series. Lox is busted out. Gajil busted out, like, once. Cobra busts out the, his, with his introduction. Sting and Rogue had theirs. But it's like, other than that, you never saw it. Wendy used it, like, twice. That's it. It was, like, a super rare thing to see. Now it's just, like, other people are getting overdrive. Now it's going to be, like, everyone's going to start doing overdrive. What um, is it, like, four characters in three chapters? Yeah. It's it's a stupid amount. More or less? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, Did I even rate that? No. No. I, I didn't. Uh, I give it a six. Josh, what would you rate it? I mean, from what I saw, because I couldn't read it, I'm, right. gonna, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a six too. I mean, I will just say because that, I, I got the gist. I will say the overdrive forms; they always look cool. I will say that, but yeah. it's kind of annoying. What about two year eternity one forty eight? I'll give it a seven. Give it an eight. 
kind of just depressing chapter of Fushi realizing it's just like, oh, wow, I'm kind of an asshole, you know, bringing all <laughs> my friends here. Uh, seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Chapter 27. Um, I'd give it a seven. Ranger Reject, Chapter 25. I'd give this one an eight. Uh, solo Levelings, uh, Chapters 162 and 163. I'll give both an eight. Um, eight and nine. Uh, Weak Hero, one, 150 and 151. Nine and eight. Nine and nine for me. Those are great chapters. L Seed, 124 and 125. Eight and eight. Okay. Favorite chapter of the week, I already said mine's my hero, Academia. I, I, I stand by that. My hero was great. Yeah, I'm going to go natural Fair. again. Fair. Like I've been doing natural a lot. <sighs> what a what a, what a a redemption story for Josh and Mashal. What, what, right right? what a what a time, man. This has been one of the best story arcs of Anime Man Plus is Josh's redemption here on Mashal. <laughs> no, I think the best redemption arc was uh, rebranding. Well, why? That is the best redemption. That is, yeah. Okay, that's fair. And what's sad is nobody can experience it because none of those episodes exist anymore. Yeah, those are gone. Those are off the (laughs) internet. I have made. I have done my best to make sure that they are just dead, as they should. You can find them, but you can't listen to them. Bingo. That's all that matters. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. I know Josh got some stuff he's got to go do. Uh, Boys, do you have any last thoughts? Uh, like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. If you like, if you are watching this on YouTube and like what's going on, you can hit the subscribe button. If you really like what's going on, you can hit the notification bell and it'll let you know whenever we post up a video or a clip. And you can do that at youtube.com slash sparky3. What about you, Josh? What you got? Hey, follow us on Twitter at Animan Podcast. Because sometimes we tweet. And also we have an Instagram, which is the same thing, right? Yeah, yep. it is. <laughs> you sounded so enthusiastic. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't plug shitpost Saturday, so. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm forgetting about shitpost Saturday. Well, hopefully you guys had a great time with this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed everything we had to talk about. Uh, Look forward to Anime Plus episode 50. That's going to be a great time there with uh, talking about 50 incredible fights in anime, manga, and webtoons. Super pumped to break down that list. Uh, What are your thoughts on the Crunchyroll uh, purchase? Let us know down in the comments below at our YouTube channel. I'd like to interact with you guys. I've had a couple interactions the past few episodes of Anime Plus. That was pretty cool. So I'd definitely like to know your thoughts on the purchase, anything from Crunchyroll Expo that stuck out to you. You know, how are you enjoying, you know, maybe Tsukamichi? You know, that's obviously a new summer anime. Um, you know, so maybe how are you enjoying that? Just let us know down in the comments below. Give us a like on the video. Share. Be a friend. Tell a friend that you listen. We greatly appreciate that. Yeah. With that said, we're, we're out of here. Bye. Have a Bye. Good one. Yeah. Bye.